I'm Rance. This is Justin. And I'm Wes. We've got another fun episode. Uh, this is Wednesday. It's a day before Thanksgiving. So, you know, it's usually a time people, you know, talk about things that they're thankful for. Uh, is there anything you're thankful for, Wes? I'm thankful Scotty Pippen's lost his goddamn mind. <laughs> That's what I'm thankful for. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what I'm not thankful for. Tomorrow, on Thanksgiving, we've got a couple of football games lined up in the NFL. And the game that everyone's going to have to watch while they try and eat lunch is the Andy Dalton-led Chicago Bears against the Tim Boyle-led Detroit Lions. (laughs) And I'm going to try and not vomit into my lap as I watch this game. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it, it is brutal. But there's no Thanksgiving tradition like watching the Detroit Lions lose on Thanksgiving. They're going to win tomorrow. No, they're not. They're, they're going to win tomorrow. They're, they're not. Okay. Um, I'm calling it. it. It won't happen. Okay. Um, I'll bet you a brand new Dr. Pepper will. You're wrong. <laughs> um, I think that's the one thing I think about. When I think about Thanksgiving, I think about watching the Lions lose. I, I don't know. I think they're going to win tomorrow. I think it's their time. The 0-9-1 Detroit Lions are going to beat the Chicago Bears. Yeah, because they got Andy Dalton. I don't know. Crazy okay. things have happened. I want to tell you about Tim Boyle. I know you don't watch college football. You don't know anything about it. Nope. Tim Boyle was at UConn, which is one of the worst D1 football programs in, in football uh, for three years from 2013 to 2015. Over those years, he started a combined 25 games. You know how many touchdowns he threw in 25 games? Nine. One. Oh, how the hell did he make it to the league? Exactly. You know, and then he, on top of that, he threw one touchdown and three interceptions over three years in 25 games. Then he transferred to Eastern Kentucky and he threw 11 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. How is this guy on an NFL team? <laughs> I don't know. No idea. Because I, I – dude, you give me three years in college, I might be able to throw a touchdown. I think you could get one. So, yeah, that's uh, pretty bad. Um, last week was, I think, his first week starting, um, and he had zero touchdowns and two interceptions with 92 passing yards. So you're telling me this Detroit Lions team is going to beat the Bears? Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you something you can be thankful for, though. All right. uh, um, Aaron Rodgers' Facebook account. Aaron Rodgers is great. Um, (laughs) Apparently, he went on today, and he's been talking about his toe, but he won't say what is wrong with his toe. Apparently, today, he told reporters that it was broken while taking his shoes off and showing them that his (laughs) toe is broken. That's his profile picture. In the screenshot is his, or the uh, profile picture is just him holding his foot up. Uh, that's all you see is the foot. And then his cover photo is that him, I, I don't know what, how would you describe that picture? Oh, the uh, one where he got sacked and his helmet's falling off and he's got, the, he's got laser eyes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is great. Yeah, um, awesome. But I guess let's... Um, Let's talk about last week a little bit, I guess. Um, we can jump right to Thursday. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we can. I mean, last week was just – it was another week of, like, the teams you'd expect to win uh, just lose. Um, the Titans Thursday. lost to the Texans. Um, your Falcons, they didn't blow a 28-3 lead because they never had a lead because they didn't well, score any points. The facility I was working at uh, this week, when I walked in Friday morning, there's, like, one guy that, that works there that will talk to me when I come in. And I'm walking by, I'm going to the bathroom, and that dude looks at me, and he makes eye contact, and goes, Mac Jones! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got graded with. Right, Mac Jones is good. Um, <laughs> that was yeah, a fair thing. 25 nothing. Tank. Um, the Colts beat the Bills. The Colts are on fire right now. Jonathan Taylor, uh, you could make a case that Jonathan Taylor could be the MVP of the league right now. Um, I don't see how you can give it to anybody else right now. Uh, Kyler Murray was uh, one of the front runners, but he's been out the past three weeks. I mean, you missed three weeks of the season. You're not going to be able to win MVP. Um, Josh Allen has been forgot how to play. very inconsistent, um, to say the least. Uh, Matt Stafford hasn't been great over the past couple weeks. Um, Tom Brady. I mean, I, Tom Brady's there. Tom Brady. Um, I sent you the thing earlier. Kirk Cousins gets no love. Uh, 21 touchdowns, two interceptions. Well, nobody no loves one cares. Yeah, nobody, nobody, loves, cares. <laughs> nobody loves an android that can, like, lull your family into their death with a casserole. Like, nobody cares. But Jonathan Taylor put up 185 rush yards, four touchdowns, and then also had um, 19 yards receiving and another touchdown. He had five touchdowns against the Bills. And that's not really? a bad defense. Realistically, we have no idea who's going to be in the Super Bowl. Uh, we don't. I think it – yeah. Well, the AFC is, like, horrible. Um, I think if there's going to be a Super Bowl winner, it's coming out of the NFC. Um, I'm just saying, it could be two teams that nobody predicted are going to wind up in that game. Sure. Um, at this point, you know who is leading the AFC East at this point? Uh-uh. The Patriots. Yeah, what the hell? The Patriots are in first place. The Bills have dropped to second. Um, nobody saw that coming, but the Patriots are a team right now you don't really want to play. It, yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it uh, at all. But, I mean, who have they really beat anybody really good? The Patriots? Yeah. Um, let me pull it up here Because, I mean, you, you do a blowout, a shutout of the Falcons, that's not a big – that's like me beating up a homeless man. Well, here's the last. Here, here you go. They beat the Falcons. They shut them out. Beat the hell out of them. They beat the hell out of the Browns last week. They beat the hell out of the Panthers. They beat but the they, Chargers. But they beat the Browns with no quarterback and no running back. So, so they beat I mean, the Chargers. I mean, Baker played. He just got shut oh. down. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. They benched him, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. So they beat they the beat Chargers. The, they beat the Panthers. They beat the Chargers. They beat the hell out of the Jets. They lost to the Cowboys in overtime. Um, they barely lost to the Bucks, nineteen seventeen. I mean, they're not bad. No, they got the Titans this week. Titans looked terrible this past week. They lost to the Texans. Nobody saw that one coming. No, I don't know. League rigged anyway, so it doesn't matter. The Vikings beat the Packers. I mean, um, you like that? Then the Chiefs beat the Cowboys. The Chiefs are. Kind of back into it, I guess. Um, they seem like they're back to the way they were last year, but that we don't know yet. 
Yeah, I mean, Patrick Mahomes had the big game last week, but then this week he came out, he only threw 260 yards and an interception. He didn't have a touchdown. Um, so, it's, you know, I don't know if it was just a fluke week last week where he looked like Patrick Mahomes again. He's back to just sucking, but wow. they still win. They won the game. Dallas isn't bad. Um, no. Wild game. My Steelers in Sunday Night Football. Um, Jesus Christ, dude. Um they were down 14 points with like six minutes left in the game. And it's kind of just like, you know, if you lose by 14, like, fuck it. Okay. Whatever. They lost. Well, they come back, they score a touchdown. They're down by seven. Uh, the chargers throw an interception. So they get a short field. They score another touchdown. They tie the game up. Chargers get the ball back with like four minutes left in the game. They're on their own, like 30 yard line and they go for it on fourth down. They don't get it. They turned the ball over again, and instead of the Steelers just running the ball and running the clock out, they decided to just let Ben throw the ball. Um, they don't move any time off the clock. They kick a field goal to take the lead. Immediately, the Chargers get the ball back. They threw a 57-yard touchdown pass to take the lead back. Then there was like a minute and like 30 seconds left. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh gets the ball back. It was the worst two-minute drill I've ever seen in my life. Ben takes two sacks. They get a delay of game penalty on third down. So it's now third and 39 from like the old five yard line. And then there's two straight incomplete passes and the game's over. <laughs> so they came back, they scored 17 points in like three minutes to take the lead. And then they still lost. <laughs> yeah, you were texting me. I, I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> Evidently, they're trying to kill Justin. But I'll tell you what, the two like Ben missed a game or missed practice all week last year for some reason. Uh, it may have been COVID protocol related. Yeah. And he came in and just like lit it up. He missed all week of practice again this week um, and came in and he was 28 to 44 for 273 and three touchdowns. Here's an idea. Maybe Ben just doesn't need to practice ever again. No, I mean, he's not going to get better from practice. Yeah. Right? Just, what what just... is he going to do? Just go work out, do your cardio, and just go play. You already know how to play football. Yeah. So I, I think Ben should just not be practicing anymore. Because every time he doesn't practice, he plays way better. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's the key. Like, maybe but like again, what, what energy he has, he's losing in practice. Again, we got to see Mason Rudolph play last week and tie the Detroit Lions, who are terrible. Um Ben Roethlisberger still is the best option at quarterback for this team. There's, it's not close. Um, he still gives them their best chance to win for all the people who are, like, asking for Ben to be benched, asking uh, – even I am asking for Ben to retire. But if he did retire, you'd have to address the quarterback position because everybody on this team that plays quarterback is terrible. Yeah, it seems so like he, it. He is still the best option, even though he's not what he used to be, obviously. Um, but Justin Herbert is, like, incredible. Um, he did whatever he wanted to do. He almost threw – of course, the Pittsburgh defense is missing, like, Joe Hayden and Minka Fitzpatrick and uh, JJ or TJ Watt. Um, so, missing three of their big names on that defense. And uh, Justin Herbert went for 382, three touchdowns, nine carries, and 90 yards. So he almost put a 500 yards offense by himself. He's a bad man. He is a bad man. Um, but that'll pretty much do it for week 11. We can move on. We can talk about week 12. Uh, we kind of topped it off at the top of the show. Uh, 
Bears and Lions play, if you can manage to not throw up during that game, good for you. Uh, somehow we'll have to watch that game at 11 in the morning. Can we call it the Bolemic Bowl? You can call it something like that. I mean, <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty much you just put it on so you don't have to talk to your family. Yeah. <laughs> um, but even then, you've got to like – I don't know how you convince your family that you're like intrigued by this game. You're going to have to soldier through that one. At you soldier are. Field or no, that's not soldier. Whatever. I don't know fields. No, I was played in Detroit. Um, yeah. The second game on Thanksgiving is going to be the Raiders and Cowboys. So that should be. Dude, and Raiders, Raiders are, are in figure it. Out. The Raiders are hard to figure out. Yeah, because defense attorneys are trying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, because they were on a little roll, and then the past two weeks, I mean, the Chiefs kicked the hell out of them, the Bengals kicked the hell out of them. Um, dude, Dallas dude, is a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. The Raiders have every reason in the world to be bad because they got every distraction there is. And like I said, Derek Carr is going to rob a bank. Like hey, He's going to have to to get this team on track. <laughs> he's going to. Um, and then the Cowboys coming off the loss to the Chiefs last week, but Cowboys are still uh, – Pretty good. They lost C.D. Lamb, uh, the wide receiver. He got injured. I think he's questionable. Amari Cooper, I think, is out. He's on COVID protocol still. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, and then the late game on Thanksgiving is going to be the Bills and the Saints. Um, so I guess should win that. I, maybe. The Saints don't have a quarterback. <laughs> Yeah, not really. I mean, do the Bills have a quarterback? I'm just—they do when he decides when he remembers how to play. I'm just making a joke about that because he is Josh Allen is still playing playing pretty well. Um, they have like no run game, but I, where would you put the panic meter? I guess on the Buffalo Bills, if you lose tomorrow, if you lose to the Saints, no, I'm just saying right now. Uh, if you lose tomorrow, the panic button goes off. They're six and four right now. Patriots yeah. are taking the lead in that division. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Like if they don't beat the Saints, because the Saints aren't that good. If you don't beat the Saints tomorrow, the panic button gets hit. Because you guys went from Super Bowl contenders to what? Huh? That is that is the thing. I mean, this team was a heavy Super Bowl favorite, um, and it's like every other week they're good and then they're bad. Um, because know. they lost the Steelers week one, uh, then they kicked the shit out of the Dolphins, the Wash or football team, Texans. They beat the hell out of the Chiefs, and then the Titans beat them, and then the Jags beat them, and now the Colts beat them. Yeah, I don't know. Like, but but that's kind of the deal for the entire every team in the NFL right now. Is that that's why I said is like the Super Bowl might be a big surprise for everybody because. There's certain teams that you think are unbeatable, and then they get beat, and then they start shitting the bed. And it's a lot of teams out there like that. It definitely could be. Um, Especially coming out of the AFC, it could be anybody. Dude, anybody is in this thing. Yeah. I mean, mean, they're there for a hot minute. The shitty-ass Falcons were in the playoffs for a minute. That shows you how bad this season is. I mean, right now, if the Bengals won the AFC, like, you wouldn't be, like, it's not that crazy. 
The Eagles? No, the Bengals. Oh, the Bengals. That's that's the nuttiest of the nutty right there if the Bengals somehow pull that off. I mean, look, you got the Titans and Patriots. The Patriots are almost the number one seed. Well, they just they figured out how to play, and they got a decent rookie quarterback. And they got Belichick uh, at the end of the day. Like, he'll figure out a way to cheat. And then uh, the Bills are struggling. You've got the Ravens. Like, I, I don't know what the deal is with Lamar Jackson, but, like, every other week, like, he is out. He's got some kind of illness. I don't know. I don't he know. missed last week because I, I, it looked like he had the shits again. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he needs to see, like, a, a doctor oh, about this or what. He has psychic premonitions, and he saw the, the Lions game tomorrow, but he saw it early. <laughs> Well, there was a video that came out like right before kickoff of like Lamar Jackson walking in the stadium. He was already announced as like being like 50-50, but like leaning towards not playing. Mm-hmm. And him walking in, he had like the hoodie on. He had like a limp. It looked like he was looking for the closest bathroom. Oh, maybe he had that. It. He had that. I got to get to a bathroom right now, or it's gonna be a problem. Um, I mean, uh, maybe maybe he's got Crohn's. He might, dude. And he's I, just not telling real. nobody. Like honestly, he might have that, that you know that Baltimore Crohn's, like that purple Crohn's. Lamar Jackson is so frustrating because it really is at this point. It's like fifty-fifty whether he plays the game, and then at that point, it's fifty-fifty whether he plays good. Yeah, when he's good, he's great. But I mean, I don't know. Man's got poop. I mean, yeah, shit. I, I guess so. Um, <laughs> would you say? Them. Would you say he's full of shit? <laughs> he, I no, he's not. I, I don't think so. I think he gets all that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's regular. Um, they play Cleveland this week, and the panic meter on Cleveland is oh, that's uh, been pushed a week ago. Right, that's yeah, been pushed he, a minute. It well, again, they look good against the Bengals, and then they get killed by the Patriots. And then they barely beat the Lions last week, and that was with Tim Boyle at quarterback. Again, I mean. Next year's MVP, Tim Boyle. And Baker Mayfield, it seems like he's getting a little frustrated with the media over there. Um, he's talking about all the fans. Uh, they were asking him what he thought about the fans booing him or booing the offense, I guess. And he said it's probably the same fans that won't shut up while we're on offense. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so Baker Mayfield's getting a little fed up with the fans in Cleveland. Um and I really I think at this point I think Cleveland's gonna make a mistake and let him walk. I don't think they're gonna sign him. That would be a mistake. And then they go back into looking for a franchise quarterback for the next twenty years. And Baker wakes up feeling unemployed. But they shouldn't be putting it all on Baker. This team is really made to be a running team. Um, yeah. I don't know, but Baker did throw two interceptions in this game. Um, where do you think if they don't if they let him go, where do you think he'll go? Who would pick him up? Um, you got a lot of court- We're assuming Pittsburgh is going to get Aaron next year. You're getting a lot. There's a lot of quarterback needy teams uh, coming up soon. Um, well, if you were Baker Mayfield, where would you want to go? If you're Baker, where would you want to go? Yeah. Uh, that's a good question. That's all I have, of, man. That's all I have is good questions. I'm trying to think of where would be a good fit for Baker. 
Obviously, Pittsburgh's going to be looking for a team. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. He can go anywhere. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Do we want him in Atlanta? <laughs> I, I don't know. Do you want him in Atlanta? I don't know if he'd be better than Matt. I, I don't Maybe. know if you – I don't <sighs> – I'd say it's close. I don't think you're really upgrading if you go to Baker over Matt Ryan. Uh, I think Baker right now, the way he's playing, is like right around like the – he's probably not even top 16. He's probably in the bottom half of the yeah, league at this point. I'm, I'm wondering where he would want to go if he got the pick and where he would actually uh, make a difference. Um. I keep coming back to just he's from Texas, and I would think like he'd like to go back there and send the him Texans, to die. The Texans are on dumpster fire right now, so I'm not saying I don't think that's exactly you know where he'd want to be uh, if he wants to play on a competitive football team. But yeah. Texans make sense. They got the Deshaun Watson problem. Uh, Baker is better than Tyrod Taylor, I'd say. Yeah. Um, so I mean. That could make sense, I guess. I don't know. I don't know where he would go. It is a good question. I mean, I, at this point, I'm thinking like the Seahawks. The Seahawks and Russell Wilson are like heading for a nasty divorce. Yeah, yeah. They're they're talking about who's going to get custody of the kids already. I, I think that's coming. I, I really do. I think this Seahawks team is about to like blow it all up. Well, you can only let a man get killed so many times before he wants out. So the Seahawks right now, what are they? Uh, they only have like three wins, I think. Yeah, they're not doing anything. They're done. Uh, yeah, they're, they're done for this year for sure. Yeah, they're three and seven. Um, yeah, you're just wasting talent with him right now. Three and seven on a loaded NFC division. I mean, they're not. They're not going to claw back into playoff spot by any means. No. Um, so I think they, they can move on from Russell Wilson. They could trade. And at that point, if you're Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll's like 70. Uh, he, I mean, he's on up there. Like mm. he, He's not going to want to stick around for like a rebuild. They're not going to tear the whole thing down. If they're going to bring somebody in, they'd have to bring in a veteran. Uh, mm-hmm. So maybe Baker. Um, maybe. Might make sense. Uh, I guess at that point, I mean, where does Russell Wilson go? I was going to say, don't come to Atlanta because they'll beat you up. Where they'll let you get your ass whipped more than they do in Seattle. A Russell Wilson trade would be very interesting. Um, Russell Wilson goes to the Packers, and then Aaron Rodgers goes to the Steelers. Whoa! Yeah, Zion so fat. Jesus Christ, Zion! <laughs> where did you where did you see where did you see Zion at? <laughs> He's on a Mountain Dew commercial right now. I, Jesus Christ. It looks like he drinks nothing but Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew and Hot Pockets, baby. That's, <laughs> that's, what, damn. that's what he does, man. Mountain Dew, Hot Pockets, PlayStation, or Xbox. Sorry, that, that caught me off guard right there. It uh, tends to do that when you have a super athlete that blew up like Charles Barkley and Shaq had a baby. <laughs> uh, but that'd be interesting if, if it, Russell Wilson went to the Packers. What if I just predicted the future? You know, as much as I want to see Aaron Rodgers leave Green Bay, I don't know if he is at this point. He's I gone. want him to. Do you he's, think so? He's, he's gone, dude. He's not staying. Why would he stay? I don't know. He's been talking 
talking a lot about that head coach LaFleur up there, that they they have a good relationship and stuff. I don't know. I, I Winning cures a lot. It does, but they – I don't know. You pissed him off to the point that he's already doing a last dance tour with them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's like um, that. It's like that ex that you know you about to break up with them, and then they like they suck up to you and suck up to you, and then if you stay, they turn into a nightmare again. Like yeah, he's it's uh, going to bite him in the ass because it's going to come back. I'm trying to give you hope. Like the Steelers are like that nice guy that's going to treat you right. Well, I mean, I, I think Pittsburgh is definitely going to be in the market for a veteran veteran quarterback as well as drafting a quarterback. Um. So hell, you could maybe Russell Wilson to Pittsburgh. I I don't I, think that's a good fit. Like they're I, paying I, a they're paying a quarterback next year. Somebody's coming in. <laughs> you do it. <laughs> it. Unless Ben comes back, and I I don't know if Ben decides to play again next year. I don't know if the Steelers will tell him that not here. They got to at this point. Like if he doesn't know better, they've got to. You can't just let this dude keep going and going and going. You know, and they have done that before because they did that with Troy Polamalu when he was getting ready to retire. Like they were, well, he wasn't getting ready to retire. He was just getting hurt every yeah. every year. He was missing six, seven, eight games a year, and they were like, "Hey, man, we can't pay you. Like, please hang it up so you can retire as a Pittsburgh Steeler. You were here the whole time. You won two Super Bowls. Don't go somewhere else." Don't wear yeah. a different uniform. You, I mean, I think don't there is something it. to that that, you know, I think Ben, I don't think he wants to wear another uniform. But at the same time, I don't know if he's going to hang it up. No. I mean, yeah, he doesn't. He needs to just go ahead and stop. He should have stopped last year, to be honest with you. Yeah, he should have. But that, like I said, if if he does retire, Pittsburgh is going to be in the market for a veteran quarterback. They're not going to want to turn it over to a rookie uh, next year. Especially with the defense where it is right now, I mean, well, when this head defense is healthy, they're still uh, a very good defense. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty good. Um, and hell, who knows? Maybe you guys can get like Zion uh, Williams to come play like offensive line for you. Dude, he's about to be a left tackle. <laughs> I don't know. He might he might be a right tackle because I don't know if I want him. I don't know if he's he's gotten so big. He his speed might not even be good. He might not be able to protect the blind side. Dude, he's he's three hundred pounds. He's huge. But at some point, he Zion is a super athlete, no doubt. At some point, you think he's hearing this. He's hearing all the people talking and making fun. At some point, he's got to come back, right? What What I'm thinking is, has Nike gave him, like, extra enforced Nike? Because if he blew out a Nike in college, if they let him go like this, that thing's going to explode. Because he's still not even playing, right? No, he hasn't come back yet. What Dude, if he deal? doesn't get his shit together, he's that is one of the biggest wasted opportunities. Like, he's... Dude, it's so fucking it's so weird. It's like he was like he, the best comparison to him was like Larry Johnson before Larry Johnson got hurt, and everybody's like, "Oh man, this guy's like if because Larry Johnson would have been amazing if he would have never got hurt and he got hurt and he was never the same guy again." But he gets hurt and he comes back just plump, just <laughs> just extra large. I know he better get his shit together, man, because 
it's a wasted waste of talent if he doesn't. I'm trying to find like latest videos or anything like on Twitter. Uh, there's just not a lot. What does it say? Was cleared to ramp up his workouts, but question remain about the Pelican star. This was what a week ago. Yeah, yeah. a week ago. That's crazy. Um, hey, I, I don't know. I don't know how. If you have Charles Barkley saying, "Hey, man, even if you're hurt, hurt, you got to watch your diet. You got to stay in some kind of shape." If Charles Barkley's telling you that, <laughs> what the hell? Like Jesus <laughs> Christ! That's, uh, I mean, I guess um, unless you got anything to add about the NFL, we well, can... I mean, just something small that I'll chime in there is like, uh, you know, I sent you that post that the post that I always look forward to in the Falcons. Uh, group that I'm in about like why you should hate Matt Ryan. <laughs> I, just, I had to send that to you. I was like, this is what I deal with. Um, now they're poking. Now they're kind of pointing towards, there's several people pointing towards that Calvin Ridley is kind of giving signs that he wants out of Atlanta. I'm like, oh, imagine that shit. Imagine that. I thought he had <sighs> mental health problems right now. I thought he was going through sad time. No, he just doesn't want to play for a bad team. This, it is getting out of hand. Um, I'm all for the players, you know, kind of controlling. But I'm not for life. To an extent. Um, But, I mean, if you sign a contract, you sign a contract. Yep, you do. Uh, If you don't want to play for that team, don't sign the contract. Yeah, I mean, we we talked about this last week about how it's getting kind of ridiculous that that these players are like, well, that contract doesn't mean anything. I don't want to be here anymore. And then they're using the crutch of, oh well, you know, my mental health. That's why I'm not playing. And now yeah. we we know what you're. We're starting to see what you're getting at. And now you're just a liar. Because when they do say when you sign a a five year hundred million dollar deal, and in year two you're not happy with the team, uh, they they made you sad, or whatever happens, and now you want out. So I'm just gonna say I have mental health issues. You're going to get a round of applause from everybody. You don't be talking about how brave you are. and Unless you're Ben Simmons. Ain't nobody clapping for you. But <laughs> And then, it, it, like you said, it's just going to come out that you, you just wanted out of Atlanta. Yeah, that's all it, it is. It had nothing to do with that. Uh, but it's a way for you not to play and for people to, like, root for you. Yeah, it's, a, it's the new crutch. Yeah. It, it truly, uh, truly is the new crutch because people are like, well, they should care about their mental health. No, 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 not if they're a straight-up liar. You're a straight-up liar that doesn't want to, like, you don't want to, the responsibilities that you accepted when you accepted that contract and these soft-ass Alabama receivers, yeah, screw them, whatever. That's all I had to say about that is that I had to touch on that. It's like, you watch. You watch. That's where it's going to go. Um, it has nothing to do yeah. with mental health. Yeah. Because, because honestly, it's the perfect crutch because it's such a broad term. You don't have to really pinpoint what the actual mental health is. Do you, I mean, are you scared of Bigfoot? Like, <laughs> do you have a like a crippling feel fear that Bigfoot's <laughs> going to invade your house at any moment? Like, it could be anything. Like, it could be such a broad term, and we're such a soft society that nobody wants to press that shit. But you're giving a man a hundred million dollar contract. I want to say, okay, what are you sad about? We need to know what you're sad about. Yeah. And then he uh, comes out and goes, my Sasquatch is out to get me. 
have you watched um they they dropped on espn plus i don't know if you even saw this um the man in the arena documentary with tom brady i know i have not got to see it you texted me about it yeah um they dropped that on espn plus it was kind of weird timing just like in the middle of the season on espn plus on like a tuesday um it just seemed odd because you know when the the Michael Jordan the Last Dance documentary dropped, like everybody knew about that. Oh, everybody laid up to it. It was like a year of like you saw commercials like coming out about it. They hyped yeah, that thing I, up. And, yeah, because I told you when they first dropped the trailer, I said, "Look, guess who's excited?" Like <laughs> I was counting the days down to that shit. And when you text me about that, I had no idea this was coming out. That's what I'm saying. And like if. Tom Brady is probably the closest athlete to Michael Jordan's status. Yes. You wouldn't argue that. I'd Easily. say I mean, at that point, I mean, Tom Brady might be surpassed Michael Jordan. That's a conversation to be had in the future, I guess. If he uh, wins the Super Bowl this year, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for even you to argue it. It, it, it is. It's I already go, tough. I might, I might go into hiding. Like, you yeah. might not hear from me. <laughs> Um, but the, I saw, I watched episode one, episode two just came out. Uh, episode oh, one so, was, so it's more than ahead. one. How many episodes? Yeah, is it? It, I think it's 10. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's Tom. I think there's like an episode for like every Super Bowl Tom Brady has been in. Okay, I think that's what yeah. it is. I think it's following like the Super Bowls. Um, because uh, episode one shows them winning their first Super Bowl and uh, him coming in and replacing Drew Bledsoe and kind of their their relationship and that kind of stuff. Um, but Tom Brady, had, he's got a great quote at the end of the uh, episode one uh, where he's kind of, he's talking about like I, when I was coming up, when I was, you know, a kid and when I was in high school and when I was in college, like, I always wanted to be that dude. I always wanted to be, like, remembered or whatever. And he talks about how, like, well he's played and everything like that. And it just ends with him with a quote. And he just goes, and I'm still fucking doing it. Oh, and I was like, uh, Tom Brady's a bad man. That's a bad dude. Like, <laughs> that is a... Well, like, he's in the same conversation with MJ because he's kind of a psychopath, too. Yes. He, he's a cut-your-throat-to-win, you know, step on your grandmother. To win, I mean, that's. I think to be on that level, you have to be a little unhinged. Oh yeah, I think you do. Like you have to have an unbelievable amount of confidence in yourself. You have to be able, be willing to put in this an absurd amount of work, and then you got to be borderline psychotic to be on. And well, I can only think of two people that's on that level. Well, he's one of them. Michael Jordan, Tom Brady. That's that's it. That's it. And then there's everybody else. But like. I was watching some of the game. Um, uh, Mon- was it Monday? Was the the the, the Bucks yeah. play? Bucks and Giants. Yeah. His mechanics might be better now than they've ever been in his career. They are. His release has gotten faster. Um, God he's getting damn. Rid of the, he's getting the rid of the ball at such a fast pace to like he, you don't have a chance to touch him. He's different. Like I was watching him, watching him, and he what he makes it look so easy. It's like. The the pocket collapses on him. He doesn't even like flinch, and he just kind of moves where he needs to move. And then when he releases it, it's like that's the is that the best he's ever thrown a football this season? Probably yes. He throws it like a twenty something year old. 
you know what's funny? If you go back and you look at like 2001 Tom Brady, like 2001 Tom Brady when he was 20, let's say 23, whatever he was, 23 years old, he looked 40. And now you look at 40-year-old Tom Brady and he looks 23. Is he a real Benjamin Button? <laughs> it don't make sense, man. He's, dude, he's, that's the, I, okay, I'll put it to you like this. He's the strangest athlete in the history of sports because he makes no sense. Like, you're not supposed to get better when you get older. And he's, what, 43? Especially not this much better. Yeah, because I was just watching the game going, man, he's his release is better. So, yeah, like, he's got, he's got all the knowledge of, you know, compiled and what, how many seasons? 21? Or 20, 22? 22? 20. It might be 21 seasons. Okay. All that knowledge of, you know, like I said, being able to stay calm, make the right decision. Because, I mean, he's not perfect every time, but you have that, that knowledge. And on top of that, for whatever damn reason, you're in better shape than you were when you were 23. Yeah, 44. He's, this is his 20th NFL season. Okay, which is absurd. for. And he spent uh, half of his career in the Super Bowl. Yeah, it's absurd for – it's one thing for an NBA player to put in 20 years. It's absurd for an NFL quarterback to be on this level 20 years in. Yeah. Um, it's, it's the strangest thing. Dude, that dude is – he's a special. Like, that's watch, the thing. You need to watch the documentary. I tweeted out. I said, God damn it, this is going to make Tom Brady likable. I think he's likable. It's hard not to like this guy to me. Well, I think with him being with the Patriots so long, you you hated him with the Patriots. You can respect the greatness, but he was like a villain for the Patriots. He, he because was. he never, but he never had like a personality. But he's like Thanos, man. You'd root for him. You're like kill half the motherfuckers. Like <laughs> I want never, Avengers to lose. He's been more likable since he went to Tampa Bay, and he's like now has like a personality. He's on Twitter. He's making jokes. He's like actually like in the press conference, just saying whatever he wants. Where is to see probably his real personality for the in first New time. England? It was so robotic. It was just like he didn't seem real. Yeah, they made him do that though. I, I don't, I don't I think know. that was his choice. I know, but that's what I'm saying. For all those years, though, that's what you saw. And you get to see him. Like I saw that commercial. I was like, that's kind of funny. It's like where they're charging electric cars, and they're like, is that Tom Brady? He goes, yeah, he comes in here and gets charged up every week. This <laughs> is Tom Brady with a bunch of cars, and they're, they're charging him, too. Do you think there's anything on this planet that Tom Brady would not sacrifice to get those three Super Bowls that he lost? Oh, no. He'll kill newborn babies. Like, like, I mean, like, he would look at, they'd like, Giselle has to die. He'd be like, I agree. <laughs> I mean, I, I can only, I bet those Super Bowls just keep him up at night. And they got to. It's got to drive you. Because two, two of them, you could argue he should have won all of them. Do, do you think when he hangs it up, he just kills Eli Manning? Dude, he's going to punch him. He's going to kick him in the dick at the very least. <laughs> Because and then he has to, then he has to go find Nick Foles. Dude, I, I, I would not. It would not. When he retires, I would not shot because you know he doesn't care anymore. If he looks dead at that camera and goes, I cannot accept that I got beat by that motherfucker. <laughs> he just and Eli's beside him. Like it's not like he's just saying theoretically Eli Manning. It's like he's sitting in beside Eli Manning 
and he just bum rushes him and points at him going, this motherfucker here? This guy beat me? Are you kidding me? You know he came on the Monday Night Cast, uh, the Peyton Cat, the Peyton Eli uh, broadcast of Monday Night Football. He came on there, um, and I forget what he said. He said something along the lines of like he didn't really like enjoy like some of the games that he played against Peyton and Eli or whatever. And Eli kind of said, no, "Well, Tom, I enjoyed a lot of the games I played against you." <laughs> oh God, dang! <laughs> and then Tom Brady comes back and goes, "Well, let me tell you something about Eli here. He sells <laughs> maids, and you can hit them." <laughs> uh, so. Uh, Watch the documentary, and I'm telling you, like, he's going to end up, after this thing, whole, all the episodes air, it's going to be make him just more likable. And the thing is, is when the, as every episode of this that releases, Michael Jordan's at his house just going, man, fuck that guy. <laughs> it's just being jealous. Yeah, I mean, Probably for me, it, it's hard for him not, it, it's hard for me to say that he's not better than Michael Jordan, because I, I didn't I was very young when the whole Michael Jordan thing went down. Um, so, so it's hard to bro. compare him, but the the thing that I was like, he has to win. Like, if he wins the Super Bowl this year, I'm going to go into hiding and change my name. Um, but he has seven right now. He has seven now, but I'm just saying is like you have a guy that not only did he revolutionize the game, but he was so much different than everybody he played with. Like. It's like he was already better than everybody played with, and then he had another gear if you pissed him off. And and Brady kind of has that too, but not on that level. I'm talking about like one guy taking the entire league over by I himself. To, I need to see like a Brady-Michael Jordan golf match. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and like tell them, no, they're one-on-one. They got to yeah. do 18 holes. And they televise that dude. You you thought of something just there. It is a little. I mean, obviously Jordan's got a a, a few years on him, but uh, yeah. But Mike's good at golf, but he's not like PGA good at golf. Sure, like, I, I'm sure Tom Brady's not PGA good at golf either. But, but I need this. That's the still, one thing I'd pay pay per view for that shit. You get to see this. That I I mean, neither one of them going to want to lose. That's and for sure. Mike Mike him up. Yeah. Oh, you have to. Mic them up and tell them, hey, you guys going one-on-one in the golf tournament? Just you two. That's it. Pay-per-view, we're going to mic y'all up. And the loser, like, has to, like, like the winner gets something and the loser has to do something, like, demoralizing. Oh, God. Dude, he and might there's hit there. There's something there. there. There really is. It's just, I don't know. Like, Brady's the only guy that I'll even put in that conversation. But... He has to be undeniable because that you're going against a guy that was, I mean, he made grown men call him Black Jesus, like <laughs> he made grown men say, "You don't call me Mike, you call me that black cat." Like he would make people call him by what he told them to call him by. He had referees literally coming up. Here, I didn't see it, Mike, but I believe you. <laughs> There's audio of that with the Wizards, so I don't know. We can uh, we can jump on that and go to the NBA if you want to. Yeah, I mean, but again, like in the Super Bowls, the Heat lost. Like Tom Brady, like balled out. He did. I, I'm, I'm, dude, I'm giving you a lot when I say that it's close. It's really close. Hey, but when Michael Jordan came back and he played for the Wizards, did he win a championship? He didn't. But he, man, like people forget 
people shit on him for that, but when you go back and you actually look at what he did, especially just before he got hurt, dude was putting up numbers he had no business putting up. He really did. Like, right before he got hurt, like, that dude was averaging about 30 points a game. Like, there was no business for him to be able to play like he played. And then, like, even before that, he would have moments of greatness that, I don't know, like, he shouldn't have even been playing, but he was still better than most of the league. How many years did Michael Jordan play? Really, only 13 seasons, really. Like, honestly. Like, the Wizards' years was like – I don't want to say a season and a half, but a little bit more than a season and a half because, like I said, he did get hurt. But he took a team that was really bad and, like, got him playoff contention by himself. And he was 40. <laughs> he took a team that had no business contesting for the playoffs at 40 years old and coming out of retirement again. It's like he probably shouldn't have come back, but you forgot. You know, there was even people going, we just forgot who that was. Oh, yeah. We don't care how old he is. He can still light you up. So he spent about half his career in the championship games, too. So Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, and then, but I mean, and, and he was undefeated. I mean, and he but, never said. But... I, I get it. He's not, he's undefeated, but he lost in the playoffs a couple of times, too. Oh, no. Yeah, he did. And, and, um, but like when he came back from the Barons, like his body wasn't where it needed to be. Like he was gassing, but. The thing is, too, somebody put out a stat. It said the most dominant player ever in a game seven was LeBron James. And everybody's like, that's great because Mike never saw a game seven in the finals. <laughs> so, I mean, I know, you know, Jordan went undefeated in the championship games because that was only the only reason why that happened was because Scottie Pippen. No, I'll get that last. Oh, um, okay. First thing we've got to touch on is LeBron James just being an asshole. Um, is so everybody knows about what happened between him and Stewart. You want to clarify? So the Pistons and Lakers played the other night. I think it was one of the first games LeBron's actually played in. Yeah, um, against a really shitty Pistons team, too, by the way. Very, very bad Pistons team. Um, and did they win that game? I think they did uh, win the game. I think the Lakers won that game. Yeah, I think the – yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think the Barely. Lakers did win. Um, it was close. It was, it was definitely a game. Um, what was this Lakers uh, Sunday? Uh, this happened Sunday. Yeah. It was, Lakers did win one twenty one one sixteen. I think it was kind of later in the game. Uh, they were shooting free throws, um, and I guess Isaiah Stewart was being a little aggressive, uh, and LeBron, I guess, got sick of it. Um, so Isaiah Stewart's on the. They're waiting for the foul shot to go up. They're uh, trying to get the rebound or whatever. LeBron tries to box him out. And as he's trying to box him out, Isaiah Stewart's trying to get like kind of low and get leverage and get it, get in front of him. Um, and LeBron just like rears back and throws an elbow right into Isaiah Stewart's eyes. Well, Hit him right in the head. I mean, right in the face. Wasn't an elbow. The elbow is what got in. Okay. So what it did, like everybody. I'm going to talk about the misconceptions that came from this. Uh, that's the only reason I'm bringing it up is that, and I'm everybody, if you listen to the show, you know that I'm the biggest LeBron James fan ever. Um, but I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. I will give you the benefit of the doubt no matter who you are. He hit him on purpose. I don't give a damn what sure. anybody says. So when they're, 
they're jockeying for positions what they're doing so he's got his elbow up by his mm-hmm. by Stewart's head right what got him wasn't the elbow he the his fist comes out and he backfists him like and I watched it over and over I was like let's see if it was accidental let's just see it's a closed fist first off second off I saw it from three angles and I'm like he did that shit on purpose he literally backhanded that man in the eye and then proceeds to say, oh, man, my bad, my bad. And Stuart was okay for a minute. And then at some point, he literally tasted his own blood because it busted him open. He tastes his own blood, loses his shit, never throws a punch. That's the key to this, my argument. He never throws a punch at anybody. But he barrels through a shit ton of people. <laughs> so I think when, when they were try- jockeying for position, Isaiah Stewart did, like, kind of crouched a little bit lower. He did. I think LeBron went to throw the elbow, and I think he was expecting it to kind of hit chest. Maybe. And when it didn't, it kind of followed through, and he caught him with, like, hand. I don't think I don't think LeBron was trying to punch him in the face. I think he was trying to hit him. I, yes, I, I agree. But I think he was trying to hit him in the chest. Either way, you're not supposed to do either one of those. Sure, I agree, but I think that's what he was trying to do. I'm going to give LeBron the benefit of the doubt. I don't think he was trying to punch him in the face. First of all, LeBron James loses that fight. <laughs> yeah. Well, LeBron James is going to lose most fights because he's soft as baby shit. If, like, if, this turns into, if this turns into a fight, Isaiah Stewart's about to whip his ass. I, he's going to turn into Debo from Friday. He's going to take his chain and his bicycle. Like He's going to fuck him up. But so no. I don't, I don't think he was trying to hit him in the face, but I, he definitely was trying to hit him. Well, congratulations because you need pinpoint accurate right in the eye. He, but he hit he, him like it was he no question. Him. Um, they immediately kind of got in each other's faces. Um, it escalated from there. They kind of the coaches kind of came off the sideline. They were trying to get Isaiah Stewart because Isaiah Stewart was rightfully very pissed. Uh, he's bleeding from his eye. He's bleeding in his mouth. I mean, it's bad. Um, it's pretty bad. <laughs> It was bad. Um, (laughs) And they kind of drag him away. And Isaiah Stewart kind of does the thing where he's like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm going to walk this away. And he kind of like rounds the court and he comes running like a bull across that court. (laughs) Dude, it would have took, it took like 10 guys to hold him back. (laughs) Yeah. He was mad. It like, he big mad. Like, uh, but that's the deal. So that happened. Again, if, if you're a coach or you're a ref and you're trying to stop an NBA player, good luck. And this isn't a normal NBA player. This is a big man. And he's, really pissed off yes um he's fucking pissed but he did not throw a punch at anybody he did no. try to barrel through some people and i do not blame him for being pissed off and then this is side note did you see russell westbrook acting like he's gonna fight somebody yeah did you see that like he's got he's up and he's got his fists up I was like, Dude, what are you gonna do like you're not doing nothing Get, just sit down <laughs> um so he does do that well i was watching Stephen a smith and uh who's the new co-host of first take who's that guy uh, I don't know. I don't know. Whoever that guy I don't was. watch it. I think it's a so, rotating cast kind of I can't remember who it was. So they were talking about it, and they're like, you know, if LeBron, you know, he got one game suspension, if they would have said two, I would have understood. And they kind of downplayed it. Well, Stephen A. starts talking about Stewart. He goes, if that was me, I'd give him five games, and then I'd make him talk to the commissioner. I'm like, for what? What are you giving it? Because it looks bad on the league. And first uh, off, they were trying Stewart to – Stewart five games? Yes. That's yeah, I don't. Abs- that's, that's that's stupid. That's that is absolutely going nuts. 
Because first off, people were trying to say that it was almost Malice in the Palace too. It's not even the same thing. Hey, hey, I was gonna say that if somebody would have thrown a water bottle, shit would have went down. <laughs> but shit would have went off. Now, if you're listening, you don't know what Mouse in the Palace is. Mouse in the Palace was a beautiful thing. And if someone in those stands, if someone in those stands threw a water bottle at Isaiah Stewart in that moment, someone's dead. Someone's going to die. Somehow they'd be like, we did not know he had an Uzi in his shorts. We had no idea where that gun came from. So um, I don't, it definitely wasn't Malice in the Palace level, but if someone no. in the stands would have got involved, shit would have went well, down. If you watch that clip, like watch it as it was airing, you can hear the announcer over the loudspeaker. He freaking says it before it popped off. He goes, everybody stay in your seats. Do not come <laughs> on the floor. Because they're just thinking Ron Artest is out there lurking, like just waiting, like man of peace is out there just waiting. But uh, no, that's you need to look. If you don't know what we're talking about, you need to look up Mouse in the Palace and say, this is not the same deal. I kind of uh, wish it would have went that far. But I think that this, between a player confrontation, a player with Stewart and LeBron, this was much more heated than Malice in the Palace was. Oh, he was just oh, player no, the player. Ma- Mouse in the Palace, to clarify, was not against player against player. Exactly. Whooping our fans' ass. Because <laughs> we, we come up with it, the Ron Artest rule. Like, when all Malice, the. Because Malice in the Palace was a heated confrontation between the players that got escalated by a fan throwing a water bottle at Ron Artest, which caused him to lose his shit and go. Try to beat someone's ass and, and beat that's the wrong what, person's ass in the stands. Everybody, like, <laughs> if you're a fan, that's where you should have learned is the fuck around and find out rule. It's yeah. like, these aren't the guys you want coming after you. Like, yeah. he, he, you're right. If they were to throw a monster energy drink and hit Stewart, it's oh, over. Oh, people are dead. It's, it's over. There's <laughs> murder. <laughs> like, it's murder. It's every 90s gangster rap album came to life. Like, somebody will die. And again, you, ho- you hope to f- if you're throwing something, you better hide. You better hide your ass somewhere because if you got an NBA player coming at you, uh, they're punching down. Yes. Uh, good luck. Leverage is on their side <laughs> on this one, like because I, I imagine Stewart probably can hit pretty hard. Sure, um, absolutely. And and, and and I was going to get to this is that like LeBron never one time did he try to like. He knew what he did, and then they're saying like he tried to go talk to him afterwards, and he tried to get his number and call him and all this. And all these freaking you know, fans of his are like, he did what his team needed to get that fire lit in him. I was like, no, he hit a man in the fucking face. This isn't inspiring your team. Don't try to say this is inspiring your team. And then on the flip side, Stephen A. Smith saying, well, they should have suspended Stewart for five games. For what? For, yeah. for, for having a, a, a rational – uh, reaction to being bloodied up? No, fuck that. Like maybe one game, and maybe you know, make LeBron lead the league forever. That would have been fair. <laughs> but, but, dude, that's fucking ridiculous. But you, if you did, you see what I posted on the Facebook? I don't think so. <laughs> Let's look it up when you get a chance. But it's like when Stewart plays the Lakers again, and it's a dude on the basketball court with a gun. <laughs> That's a clock's ticking. Clock's ticking. Uh, Round two's coming. But yeah, I, I, we needed to talk about that because, like, obviously you didn't hear like them saying this absurd shit about a man that, yeah, he did barrel through some people because Stephen A. was like. 
what if he went like a trainer or a coach that's like 40, 50 years old and he hit them and, and knocked them over and injured them? Well, then you shouldn't be in the way. Yeah, you should have moved. You All y'all should have moved and just let him go after LeBron and let them sort it out. That's what you should have done. Because if because, you're like, if you're a ref or a normal sized person, the best you can do is say, "Hey, don't do that. Please don't do that." Yeah, well, and just if they decide to do that, you just go, "I, I tried." It's like if you're at a zoo and two rhinos and a rhino and an elephant get in a fight, and you're like looking at the zookeeper going, "Stop that! This is horrible!" <laughs> and the zookeeper's just throwing his hands up, going, oh, "What?" Because, dude, I'm I'm two twenty. How much do you weigh? Uh, I don't know, like 270. Okay. Neither one of us want to get in between those guys. No. And we're not a 155-pound referee or coaching staff or something like that. I don't want to get in between them two. Well, yeah. I would. LeBron ain't going to touch nobody. Like, he, he's he's going to cheap shot you. As long – like, like um, what is it? It's like um, LeBron is like those little boo ghosts in Super Mario. So, as long as you're looking at him, you're good. But if you turn your back, he's going to hit you in the back of the head. Like, that, that's LeBron. You're fine with him. Stewart might rip the throat out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, but now that was bullshit that people are actually saying that. I don't think, me personally, I don't think he did anything wrong. I don't. Screw that shit. Um, so that was the so-called mouse in the palace, too, which is absolutely adorable. And we can't have another show without touching on Scotty Pippen's throw him under the bus tour 2021 <laughs> because the man will not stop. <laughs> he just will not stop. So there's three people on the oh, list this hey, week. Hold on. Breaking news. Lions quarterback Jared Goff will start tomorrow. So we're getting Jared Goff versus Andy Dalton. That makes that game a little bit more um, easy to stomach, I guess. Um, I might not have to... I might not have to throw up. Um, you might be buying me a brand new Dr. Pepper. I might be now. They they at least have a better chance. Lions going to win on Thanksgiving. They're not. Okay. It's a Thanksgiving tradition. Like you know what? Order. And I'll save that Dr. Pepper, and I'll crack that damn thing open on the air. How about that? Okay. Okay, whatever. Okay, so Scottie Pippen still lost his goddamn mind. So um, I think he's completely rational. Okay, you sent me something, and I'll give you another chance to tell me if it's fake or not. Did he say that about Tom Brady? Yes. Okay, so do you want to say what he said about Tom Brady? Uh, this is your segment. You got it. Okay, so I'll just give you – I don't have it pulled up, so I'll just give you the roundabout or whatever. It's like they asked Scottie Pippen, do you think Tom Brady is the greatest football player of all time? And he goes, no, I don't think so. And they said, why? He said, well, because football has all kinds of other positions. He's not playing defense. He's not catching balls. He's not kicking balls. I don't see how you can say he's the greatest of all time. All right. So now he's throwing the NFL goat under the bus because now he's just now he's just playing at this point. You sent me that, and I said, that's not real. And you said, it's real. I said, God damn it, Scotty. Fucking A, Scotty. Scotty throws. Now you can add Tom Brady to Scotty going to throw you under the bus in 2021. <laughs> All right. So now he went after Shaq. All right. So in an interview, a radio interview somewhere, Shaq's doing an interview and Shaq's not happy. And supposedly Scotty went after him on Twitter and he goes, first off, <laughs> first off, Scotty, 
you don't at me on Twitter and expect it not to be real. <laughs> and he goes, I look up there and I see at Scotty Pippen saying, well, I got six rings. Well, let me tell you something, Scotty. I'll go get the game plans from back in the day and I'll show them to everybody. You weren't on the game plan. The game plan was stop Mike. It had nothing about Scotty. And then he goes, <laughs> he goes, because I'm the bridge and you the water. You always going to be under me. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, sometimes that water will rise up to that bridge, but that bridge is always going to be over that water. Scotty, you water. I'm a bridge. And uh, he goes, you don't come at me on Twitter because I got time. <laughs> <laughs> so so he, he's real quick, up. I'll real quick, I'll give you the the uh, Tom Brady quote. It's it's hard to place Tom Brady at the top of the NFL. Pippen said, even though he's won a lot of championships, there are almost seventy players on each team. So is he playing on every side of the football? Is he on kickoff? Is he on punt return? Because if he ain't playing all them roles, then he got to give credit to his team. Most bitter man that I've ever seen in the history of sports. And here's like, the, it says, saltiest man on earth. NFL fans rip apart Scotty Dippin for ridiculous comments on Tom Brady. Scott, I'm telling you, man, I'm, I find the cabin he's living in and get them pot bomb making materials out of there right now. Because Scotty's about to kill a lot of people. Oh, Scott, Dude, no. You know what we need? What? Scotty Pippen, MJ, golf. <laughs> Shit. Oh, God damn it. I if, just, Scott, if Scotty won. selling pay-per-views. If Scotty won, oh, my God. All right. And that's not it. He also pissed off Charles Barkley this week. Uh-oh. I don't know if it's in the book. I don't know what it is, but Charles Barkley did an interview. And Scottie Pippen got brought up because I think Scottie Pippen like said something along the lines of Charles Barkley always tried to act like he was a tough guy when he wasn't a tough guy. And he called him a fake tough guy. And Charles Barkley just quickly retorted, said, I never said I was a tough guy. I don't walk around like I'm a tough man. I can lose in a fight. But God damn it, I am tougher than Scottie Pippen. <laughs> He goes, I will, I will, I will. There is no denying that. He goes, I quote me, I am tougher than Scotty. I'm not a tough guy, but I'm tougher than Scotty Pippen. That's great. Charles Barkley would have beat the shit out of Scotty back in the day. Like, there's no question on that one. Three freaking Hall of Famers or future Hall of Famer and two Hall of Famers. You're just going to just keep – I'm curious, next week, what have you got for me? He's just going to throw Jesus Christ under the bus. Like, he wasn't a great savior. Like, like he's just – he's going to go after everybody. Like, this dude is – his troll level is so high right now. It's, it's kind of awe-inspiring that this dude is just digging a hole, just keeps digging a hole. He goes after Tom Brady, Shaquille O'Neal, and, and Shaq in one week. That's it's just it's it's kind of beautiful. And Charles Barkley's hilarious. Yes. Like Shaq's hilarious too. Like you're going after the two biggest mouthpieces in the NBA. You're gonna go after both of them. Yeah. And think and, they're not gonna come back and make you look like an idiot. And, and Charles Barkley will say anything. He don't give a fuck. Charles Barkley might punch him. Like if they're in the same room together, he might punch him. Like I don't I'll tell you this, Scotty, don't go to Leeds. Yeah. <laughs> You're not welcome in Leeds, Alabama. <laughs> Stay out of here. Like, but dude, I mean, seriously, it's every week now. Like, I joked and said that we're going to do a segment every week called Scotty Pippen throwing him under the bus towards 2022, 2021, 2022. That was a joke. I didn't plan on doing this every fucking week. 
this is three weeks now, and this dude won't stop. Like he wants, he wants this book. I got to read the book. I got to. You definitely have to. I've got to audio this book. I think at some point next week, I got to go to Georgia. I might listen to that audio book on the way. I might. It came out. Hopefully, if it hadn't, hopefully it'll be out by then because I got I've got to listen to this piece of shit. This is man. To get you an autographed copy. It, it, sure, but like if you go to Books a Million or something, buy that, and it's not in anything other than fiction, they're liars. <laughs> like the Scotty Pippen book, if you put it on the shelf as anything other than fiction, you're a liar. Because now, dude, this is just—he's just making shit up at this point. Like he is. Like he's a—he's the, the king of the trolls right now. Like who's a bigger troll? <sighs> Like, he's past Jake Paul. Like, he left Jake Paul a long time ago. That's bad. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> it's not good. So, Scotty's going to start doing TikToks. That's the only thing I figured is coming is Scotty Pippen's going to start doing TikToks with OJ Simpson. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. I, I, every time I see, because I'm seeing Scotty Pippen in my timeline all the time now, now I just tag you in every time I. I don't care what it says. If it says the same thing over and over again, I just tag you in it. <laughs> you tagged me in a quote that he already said that we talked about on the podcast. I was like, this has been covered, Justin. No. I know. I, I just continue. If I see it pop up, I just tag you. Well, leave it alone. So, yeah, half my feed is LeBron James and Scottie Pippen now. So, like, that's it. Like, half my feed, and I kid you not, I'm not exaggerating either. Half my feed is LeBron, positive LeBron James stuff, and you tagging me in Scotty or some Scotty-related shit. That's half my Facebook feed. So if I've opened up my phone, I'm like, oh, God damn it. Oh, I love it. It's it's hilarious. It really is. Because before we did this, I called you and I said, when do you want to do the Scotty Pippen bus tour? And he goes, well, let's save it for the last. I said, because you know he went after three people this week. And you go, three? <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, don't tell me about it. I didn't know that. I didn't know about the Shaq and the, uh, the Charles Barkley thing. Dude, Shaq is there. I hope Shaq actually does have the scouting report. Like, cause that's what he that's what he threatened. He goes, I'll go get the scouting report and show you that you weren't even like we weren't worried about you. Like our entire with the magic, their entire scouting report was stop twenty-three. It was not, had nothing to do with that. And then somebody posted a quote from Larry Johnson back in the day. And he goes, Scotty Pippen's best ability was to pass the ball to twenty-three. <laughs> <laughs> cause they didn't like each other back then either, but Hey, dude, I, now I'm just hoping. Like, I don't know what I want more every week. If I want Scottie Pippen to throw more people under the bus, or if I want Derek Carr to actually rob a bank. Like, I don't know which one. I don't know which one I want more. But because he's not going to stop. Like, he's that kid that he's like that bad kid that that found out when he does stuff bad, he gets attention, and now he's just like painting the cat and throwing rocks through windows. He ain't going to stop. It's not going to stop all of a sudden. I'm just curious who he's going to go after next. Who's he going to go after next? Because he went I after mean, Mike. He went after Phil Jackson. It's got to be Tiger Woods. Don't say about Tiger. The hell, I don't know. I'm curious. Like, we'll see how good his child Why is. Why he commented on Tom Brady? <laughs> because, because Tom Brady's great, and he can't handle somebody having some shine. He just can't handle it. Like, he can't handle number one. When you're the perpetual Robin, you can't handle Batman. 
You just so can't. Who will really go after next? Uh, he needs to get in a Twitter file with KD. Oh. Ooh. Because um, you know KD's tweeting back. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> KD's not going to take the high ground on that one. <laughs> um, yeah. K- KD is not Obi-Wan Kenobi. He never has the high ground on that shit. Like, he's mm-hmm. in the dirt every time. Like, he just has – he don't care. Um, I'm trying to think of people from his generation, like who who he would go after that, like that are universal universally liked. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he went after Patrick Ewing, because you know there was some stuff with the Knicks back in the day. But pretty much everybody likes Patrick Ewing. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he went after. Well, hell, he kind of went after Akeem Olajuwon already. And he went after Barkley because of the Rockets. So, yeah, you add the Rockets to that list because he already did that. Um, dude, I just – I want him to go after Muggsy Bogues. I want maybe him to literally go after uni- – If you're going universally like people, maybe it's Carl Malone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, that guy. <laughs> the, 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 the shiniest of all the knights out there. The, you know, of, of, of just uh, – He's just like the uh, symbol, the symbol of purity. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, buddy. Um, no, I want him to go after Muggsy Bogues. I want him to go after the literal lowest hanging fruit that you can, and I just want him to shit on the guy. <laughs> I want him to do. That's what I want. I want that guy to have no shame whatsoever, and just for no like Muggsy Bogues never bothered nobody. <laughs> and Scottie Pippen just eviscerate that guy on Twitter. I think think you're getting a lot of enjoyment. I think you have like a front row seat on the Scotty Pippen throw him under the bus tour. I got popcorn. You're you're just waiting for the next name to drop. That's exactly what I'm doing. That's what I've been saying for ten minutes. Now I'm now now it's my favorite reality show. I'm I'm tuning into this shit. Every morning you wake up, just smile on your face. Just like, let me see. Let me open up Facebook and see what Scotty Pippen said today. If I open up Facebook and like tomorrow, <laughs> if it comes up, let's let's just say hypothetically, I turn my phone on and I'm looking through and I'm groggy and I look and I'm like, Scotty Pippen said that Muggsy Bugs was a short little shit that had no business in the NBA. Dude, I perk up like it's Christmas morning, dude. Like, I'll be like, oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Because oh, he has no shame at this point. Like we, we know he's bullshitting now. We know he's trolling now. Now I want to see what how good your troll game is. I want to see how far are you going to go. Like, dude. Okay, I know my Christmas present. I know what I want. My Christmas present. I want Scottie Pippen to completely go against the WNBA and just <laughs> shit all over him. Just go after him, go, what are these ladies doing out there thinking they can ball? Like, I want him because, dude, if anybody has a chip on their shoulder, it's every player that plays in the WNBA. They will, dude, you give them compliments and they will shit on you and call you a piece of shit. I want Scottie Pippen to go after the WNBA. That's what I want. I'm more than anything on this planet. Like, if you gave me a choice, you say, well, Scottie Pippen can go after the WNBA and just totally go to war with him on Twitter. Or, like, Johnny here doesn't have cancer anymore. I'd be like, sorry, Johnny. Mm. <laughs> you dead. <laughs> I need this. I need Scottie Pippen to just say, fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to shit on the WNBA. I think and if Scottie Pippen was in Space Jam, they would ne- the Monstars would never had a lead. It, what? They would never had a lead? 
Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. I just – he's kind of my favorite thing in sports right now because at <laughs> first I was like, dude, fuck you, man. You know, how dare you? This is bullshit. This is absolute bullshit. But now it's I've turned a corner and I'm like, come on, Scotty. Come on. What have you got for me? What are you going to give me at the end of yeah, 2021? But you know he's just selling – he's saying this to sell a book. I know and sell some shitty bourbon. Like I said – Yeah, so I mean – you drink too much of the bourbon, you end up sounding like him. So you know, buyer beware. But do you, I know do you what think he doing. got on the phone and told Michael Jordan, like, "Hey, I got this book coming out. I'm about to shit all over you." I wish he did, but no, there ain't no way. Just a heads up. <laughs> There's no way. I wish there was a recorded phone call. He goes, "How, oh, Mark?" And Mike's like, "Hey, Scott. Hey, Pip. How you doing?" He goes, "I'm about to fuck you up." <laughs> And Mike's like, "What? What are you? What are you talking? I was happy to talk to you." He goes, "Yeah, well, you about to I'm about to shit all over you, you motherfucker!" Like, I, there's this, this recorded audio just leaked somewhere, and, it's just, and just a bewildered Mike going, "Why? <laughs> you know, I was the greatest player of all time, you motherfucker! You held me down." And Mike's just sitting there going, "Scott, are you okay? Like, what the fuck?" He goes, "Fuck you, Mike!" And he hangs up the phone. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, that'd be great <laughs> it's just, and it's just Mike and they got him back in the chair for the last answer like what was that and Mike's like I don't know Scotty's lost his goddamn mind like yeah I don't know and, and like he's telling people that he knows he's like calling magic and shit going dude magic he's probably going to like call you out for not having AIDS <laughs> like like Scotty comes out because Magic never had AIDS. He just did that for publicity. He just had poor work ethic. Yeah, yeah. He got lazy, got AIDS. He got in shape again and went away. Like it, what I'm saying though, it's not out of the realm of possibility, Justin. It's not. Scotty Pippen could we could wake up tomorrow and Scotty Pippen call Magic Johnson a liar. He goes, I was there. I tasted his blood. There was no AIDS in it. <laughs> Like, wait a minute, Scott. Wait, wait a damn minute. Did you just say you tasted Magic's blood? I didn't say that. <laughs> what are you talking about? I just said he didn't have AIDS. Well, he never had AIDS. He had HIV. He said, Fuck you. He never had either one. <laughs> he lied the whole time. Like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so, yeah, if he stops, I'm going to be so sad. It's going to be a shitty Christmas for me. If that dude stops talking shit, I'm going to be so sad. Because there's like I want to get him on the phone and say, Scotty, listen, there's so many possibilities here. Do you realize who you can shit? Because everybody's listening to you. Does, he has a Twitter? Uh, yeah. You mean tweet him? Tweet that motherfucker. Okay. Tell him, tell him hey, did, tell him? did Magic actually have AIDS or is he a liar? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna um, add Scotty Pippen. Let's see. Um, You're going to do it? I'm not going to ask him if Mac Johnson had AIDS. Let's do it under past Tom Rands. Like, um, give me something to, ask, to say to him. Let me hold on. Let me see if he actually tweets people or anything. He went after Shaq. 
Nah, he but he don't like actually tweet back at people. Oh. I only see him. He might have tweeted something about Shaq, but he didn't like tag Shaq in it. Don't look like. I don't know. Whatever it was, it got Shaq hot. Mm. Shaq wasn't happy. But it was enough that he did an interview about it. He just keeps tweeting about this book. That's for sure. Here's him signing the book. Yeah, I don't see him saying anything. I mean, unless this was like a while ago. I don't know. Regardless, if it was, then it was like we should have saw this coming. Like, if I misinterpreted the timeline, then that was like a red flag that Scotty's starting to lose it. But, but with Charles, that was recent because Charles said he's just trying to sell a book, and like they, he said he was going big game hunting. Is what his quote like? He, like Scotty's just big game hunting, trying to sell a book. That's all he's doing. But here, I'm just I'm gonna tweet Scotty. I'm gonna say, who are you gonna throw under the bus next? Yeah, please. Um, Wes um, needs to know. <laughs> there. We'll and then he that. throws me under the bus. He's like, fuck that redneck, man. <laughs> <laughs> Their podcast sucks. Fuck that guy. <laughs> but dude, how great would that be, though, if there was like this, this, like we find out five years from now, audio of him calling Mike and just being the harbinger of like bad news and going, man, it, I'm just warning you. I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> Michael, what? What the if hell? If they legitimately don't like each other, then a Scottie Pippen Michael Jordan golf match would be must see TV. Oh God! Because the thing is, Scotty wouldn't train for it. Jordan would train for that shit. And it would just be like the Michael Jordan going to Larry Bird, like the "fuck you, bitch." <laughs> <laughs> he said that shit. <laughs> he said he, he eliminated your fucking team for the playoffs. Just "fuck you, bitch." <laughs> it's just so cold. But yeah, I'm just saying, I'm 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 calming down now. But like, if if he, if he for some reason stops, I'm just gonna be such a sad boy on Thanksgiving. I'm gonna be so sad if this dude stops. I want him on Thanksgiving. Saying, what do you give thanks for? Uh, and then he'll be like, the fact I don't know what would be something just ridiculous that he'd give thanks for. I'm gonna give thanks to. Uh... Like he just he just gets away from sports and he goes and then he just starts talking about how we deserve the twin towers to get hit. Like he just <laughs> like he just goes off on that shit. Just like, you know, we totally did Bill Cosby wrong. You know, that's that's what they just everything that is clearly bad, he just sides with it. You know, he becomes a member of Al Qaeda. Like <laughs> And what if he comes out he's just like I wanna be I would like to, you know, Give thanks to Michael Jordan for being the best Robin to my Batman. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> that's adorable. Like he'll probably do it. Like, my, you know, he'll tweet out that Michael Jordan should give thanks for them six rings I gave him. Like that, <laughs> that's what he. That's probably what he's going to wind up doing. Oh, is that what broke you? Is that the one? <laughs> Man. Oh, uh, but no. I mean, nothing's off the table now. Like I want him to get more and more outrageous. Like I want him like not quite be on Jerry Springer, but you know, you know, show up to the set. Like that's what I want. I just want him to like. I want him to go on first take and stand in front and sit in front of uh, Stephen A. Smith and just hit Stephen A. with some of the most ridiculous shit, just to see that man's face going, Scott, my man, <laughs> you're a friend, you're a close confidant of mine, but these men are going to put you in a straight jacket for this interview. 
because you've lost your goddamn mind. <laughs> it's just him. This I don't know. I'm trying to think of just the most ridiculous shit. This man could say on live TV on ESPN because that's what you're saying is like now off. Yeah, I have popcorn every day waiting for this man to lose his mind a little bit more, a little bit more. Just push it. And now I want him to get a Coke habit because like if he gets a Coke habit, it's going to perpetuate this. And just, there's more, more, more momentum and kinetic energy that's just going to make my life better. So what do you want for Christmas, Wes? I want Scotty to develop a Coke habit and just keep on talking ridiculous shit to the point that like everybody just quits listening to him. And he and completely ruins Huh? Oh, yeah. And write another book. Yeah, but no, I will. I'll go into Books a Million like whenever that book gets released and I'll go up to the staff that didn't do anything wrong. I'll be like, how dare you put this in, in nonfiction? <laughs> how dare you put this in the sports? So you get that, you, you dummy. You put that in fiction. You put that over by Stephen King. He was like, but it's an autobiography. I said, no, bitch. No, no. That man's fucking lying. This is fiction. <laughs> like, do you even know what you're talking about? You, you shouldn't even fucking work here. Get the fuck out of here. Get get out of here! You don't. I'm just start firing people at books a million and just take the store over because uh, yeah, there's no way that can be in anything other than the Dr. Seuss section. There's no way. That's all I got. That's all I got on Scotty. Yeah, I uh, I don't think um, I don't think I have anything else to add. Um, other than Frank Gore is actually. Uh, I guess been training boxing for a little bit. He so said. I have not got to see an interview. You said he was on McAfee. Yeah, he was on the Pat McAfee show, uh, and I I don't know if I've ever heard Frank Gore actually talk. I didn't know he. I didn't know he had speech. The only ever, like time you ever see Frank Gore that's not like football related is like his headshot where he just looks like a mugshot. Like he does. I, <laughs> He always it just like deadpan, just like no smile, no like just frowning, just taking the picture. Um, but I don't think I've ever heard him talk, but I was listening to him and I was like, man, he really don't need to take this boxing match. But really? uh, apparently he's been training boxing for a while. And you I say where? Somewhere in Miami, I think. I don't know. Okay. Just like a boxing gym. I mean, I don't think he's ever like taking it seriously. I'm about to find out. <laughs> that and uh, what did you think? I sent you the Ben Askren like challenging Nate Diaz fight. What do you think about that? I, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I don't think Ben needs to fight anybody anymore. But I, I, I don't know. Like, because dude, to be fair to Ben, when he had that shit show rigged match that we watched that we saw mm-hmm. the boxing match that was totally real wink wink nudge nudge um he was recovering from surgery yeah like yeah i was like that dude got paid that's what happened on that one but i don't know i don't think ben needs to fight anybody else but you know if you're gonna do it i'll watch it <laughs> yeah um, i'll watch a shit show he was talking shit to nate diaz on twitter the other day i thought that was interesting because Nate Diaz isn't that great anymore either. Sure, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, but the ben, thing is, it's like your only shot you got is to take people down, and Nate's pretty good off of his back. So it might actually be a good fight. 
it might be like the the wrestler on top and the jujitsu guy on the bottom trying to fight for. It might not even be that bad, but you know, I'll I'll watch elderly people fight all day. Like I <laughs> wish that was a like ESPN three was just like elderly like nursing home fight footage. <laughs> That's I mean shit. I'm a programming genius. All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for us. Uh, Frank Gordon. Well, there you go. Uh, It's very possible. Uh, So thanks for listening. Bye.